Hello, welcome to another episode of the Extra Time Podcast with me, Ethan. I'm joined by Matthew and Yusef, um, although Yusuf had a bit of audio problems, so he won't be joining us for the, for the first part of the programme. Um, so, a massive weekend. It's been a huge weekend. Lots of very shocking results. Um, let's start with uh, Arsenal at the Emirates, where, let's be honest, Matthew, Friday we were slating Arsenal, weren't we? And they played quite well. I know you're a Leeds fan. You might have your bit to say on the refereeing decisions. So... <laughs> So, so what, what, what are you what are you saying? What are you saying? Um, I did threaten the ref quite a lot in the game when I was watching it. I apologise if he heard it from uh, where I live. I'm not sure he did, but um, it was it was great. I think it was awful, quite frankly, from Leeds in the first half. Just quite and utterly awful. Uh, Bamiyang, I mean, oh, the, the I think the first pen was correctly um, like not given, mm. and then the second one. It was a pen. It was a pen, but it was it was soft. It, it was a bad. It was very bad goalkeeping from Meslier. Their mm. first goal was too easy. Too easy. He's just he has two of our our two centre backs are on him. Well, one mm. of them's a makeshift from right back, but our two centre backs who were playing that game are on him, and they, he manages to still get through. And Meslier, I think to be fair to Meslier, I think he he's expecting the defenders to do better because because the, if you have two on one player for quite a while. You expect them to at least put a block in, never mind tackle him or win the ball back. Yeah. I think it was a good strike. And then the, the Bellerin one, he's got to be saving that, Meslier. He's yeah, definitely. saving that. I th- I think... his near post, uh, you can't concede at your near post from that angle mm. to Hector Bellerin as well. Uh, no offence to him, but... Mm. Definitely agree with you there. Um, another point I'd, I'd say is uh, Leeds having 54% possession and having like four less shots and like four less chances created. Uh, does it concern you that Leeds weren't um, turning possession into into opportunities? I thought Bamford looked very quiet and this is the these are the games where you really notice Leeds lack of target man, if you know what I mean, because you wouldn't Call Bamford. Uh, he's a different kind of striker, isn't he? He's got yeah, different qualities. He can... He's more of a Firmino, but but he can score as well. He, he can score. Yeah, yeah he's well. more of a Firmino type player. He's got the goals, but he hasn't got as much goals. But Firmino's got Mane and salary the side. So does it concern yeah. you slightly where the goals will come from? I mean, Rafinha, Salah. <laughs> I mean, I know who I'd pick. <laughs> oh. Salah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because actually. Okay, let's not talk about this. But um, mm. um, to be fair, I don't, I don't think we created a chance in the first half. I think I think it was like eight. It was literally pretty much all Arsenal. We got back into the swing of things a bit, and then in the second half, we conceded immediately again. Mm. You know, doesn't really help at all. And um, and then and then we get we get back into the flow after that. We, we press and press. Stroy mm. gets his first goal after. Should, you should oh. have got a hat trick last week. What a header! Yeah, he's, header. he's 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 actually a great player. I'm really mm. excited to see what he is in the future because yeah. is a, he's a he's a great defender. He's mm. fantastic. I I want him to stay in centre back because rather than Koch, Lorente, Cooper, if if you told me to pick one out of the four, I'd rather mm. keep Stroik than the other three. If I'm going to be perfectly mm. honest. 
Yeah. And then Costa, Helder Costa, Rafinha, it's a great ball down to Tyler Roberts, who I think Tyler Roberts, I didn't really like, he was very good last season. Then at the start of the season, I thought he was just not good enough for the Premier League. And now he's getting better and better and he plays a nice ball back to Helder Costa. Leno probably should do better, but it's a, it's a nice finish either way. Yeah. And then here's the talking point I want to go on to. How is it not a penalty? If you're giving Meslier touching Bakayo Saka, Saka did go down easily, but it is a pen. Yeah. It's rightfully a pen. Mm. But, I mean, Bamford gets sandwiched in between two players. How is that not a pen? It's like, I wish it was like rugby. I, c- I can hear why the referee, I can hear the referee in VAR, I can hear why they don't give it. Because mm. I, I, d- I can't yeah. think of an explanation for why it's not given. Because it's cl- is they're saying it's not clear and obvious. It is clear and obvious. He's been taken out without them playing the ball. I think, I think it's ridiculous. And I think if we scored that, we could have got into the swing of things. But uh, one player I will pick up is uh, from our youth team who came off the bench uh, around half time, fifty three minutes in. Uh, Niall Huggins. Oh, the Welsh lad. Oh, yeah, he, I, I he's rate him. fantastic. He's a great yeah. young talent. I feel yeah. like he was doing everything right that game. And I feel like he could be a real player in the future. Definitely. A big concern for Leeds fans has got to be the sheer amount of goals you're conceding when you lose. Because I, I know it's great. It's a lovely brand of football watching them today. It's a game you want to put on the TV. If Leeds are on the TV, you're gonna watch. No, but you'd understand. You'd understand. You understand Leicester. You, under, you. I mean, you understand Liverpool losing three-one uh, to Leicester because Van Dijk and Gomez is out. You know, like fantastic. Yeah. Like you understand that Van Dijk and Gomez is out. It's completely fine. But if if we have like three of our centre backs out and our main man Calvin Phillips out with Rodrigo out, that's two. Like that's like our three. Like, that's Phillips, Rodrigo. That's, our, like, two best attacking outlets. Mm. Phillips with, like, beautiful passing and some of the best passing in the league. And Rodrigo, he's, he's, he's a fantastic player. He can hold up the ball well, spin, mm. can play on the bounce. He can do whatever you want him to. And if you yeah. tell him what to do, he'll do it correctly. So, I think mm. it is a miss. I think it's it's silly what we've done today. It It's silly. So, yeah. So, Yusef, you can hear us now? Yusef sorted out all your audio problems? Yeah. All right, good. So, Leeds versus Arsenal, Yusef, what do you think? What did you think? I, I genuinely thought it was a great game, to be honest. I, I do think it should have been a pen, because as you saw, like, it's going to be annoying for Leeds fans like Matthew, because Leeds were getting into a rhythm, and the game could have gone a completely different way. But you've got to give it to Aubameyang, though. His first Premier League hat-trick. And yeah, Arsenal played some great football. Yeah, definitely. I think we slit, we uh, we tore into Arsenal on Friday, didn't we? Um, yeah. And they've they've got Aubameyang's clearly been inspired by us and just been listening. So I think where do, where do Arsenal go now? Because they're they're tenth in the table. They are they they are. Five points off Chelsea in fifth. Chelsea have a game in hand, obviously. Um, last 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 week we were talking about them possibly being down fourteenth, fifteenth, and now we're t- after one win we're talking about them going higher. But it's re- it's not it's not been a good season. But 
this this will give Arsenal fans some joy. Yeah, I think it definitely will. But you um Leeds, they've they've had some heavy defeats this season. So, and this this wasn't that heavy with a bit of bit of um how do I say it? awful refereeing. Yeah. And so I feel like they will end up around tenth. But I feel like anywhere from like eleventh to eighth, Villa, Tottenham, Arsenal, Leeds. If any of them pick up good amount of form again, they could be mm. easy, easily be challenging for the European spots. Yes, definitely. Uh, so let's go on to some a topic that I know me and Matthew will certainly enjoy talking about. Anyone has anyone got a guess at that? Guessing game. Liverpool Leicester. So Liverpool Leicester. I thought that was a fascinating game. Uh, so if you didn't know, it was at the King Power Stadium. Leicester defeated Liverpool three one. All four goals coming in the second half. Um, Madison, Vardy and Barnes scoring for Leicester and Salah scoring in the 67th minute for Liverpool. Um, before we get started, I just want to say Wilfred and Didi. Wow. I, I remember I watched him this game. He was superb. He was... I, I, I've always thought he's been one of the most underrated players in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, doesn't get the attention he deserves. I think we should just talk about him for five minutes before we. I mean, I've said it game. before. I've said it. I'll say it again. Indeed, Tielemans and Madison. I I would. I don't think there's a close second to the best midfield in the league because mm. they are unstoppable. Madison, he he scores some beautiful goals. Tielemans and Indeedy, their passing rage is insane. Uh, I just feel like if you've got that that midfield without them, Leicester don't function properly. I think they're the like heart to the team. Yeah, it's a perfect balance there in the in that midfield, isn't it? You got Ndidi yeah. holding up the ball, dictating the play, like the puppet master, and then Tielemans just throwing those balls through. And as we've seen multiple times, Madison can just hit a ball from thirty yards out, and the keeper will have absolutely no chance. Madison scoring again. So as we're talking about goals, um, I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna say two words: Youssef. Allison, what's happened? I mean, I I don't know how I'm supposed to know what happened though. Like he just jumped out of Kabak as if he was trying to kill him or something. Like genuinely, Kabak had you could see that he had the ball under control. Then Allison just came flying out of nowhere. I, I genuinely do not know what went wrong there. I what was he doing? Of, um, yeah, I think it's a lack of understanding though. Because Allison, you know, he's a sweeper keeper. He's used to coming out and collecting the balls which go in behind because our defence isn't too quick right now. But yeah, it was misunderstanding, but it was still a stupid decision to but run surely, out. Anyway. Surely you can see Kabak, was it, out there. And then Allison's just come from nowhere. Yeah, was... I mean, uh, Allison can't see anyway. He only sees opposition shirts. Mm. I also I also feel like Kabak, he's a young player, only 20 years old, and that could really affect his confidence. If he doesn't have the assurity that his keeper's, coming, that his keeper's not going to come out and try and fly kick him in the head every game, mm. um, he can really knock his confidence because he doesn't know whether he's going to take the ball or Alisson's going to shoot someone. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You need some assurity, you know, you need, some, you need a good relationship between... Kabat, you need a good relationship between a centre back and a goalie. Mm. Allison isn't going to shoot anyone, by the way. Yeah. Uh, sorry if you <laughs> took that seriously. <laughs> yeah. So on Liverpool, they bought 
Um, Ben Dave, Ben Davies. Let's let's clarify this now. Ben Davies plays Spurs, I think. And then ben, both, ben I swear they're both called Ben Davies, though. I think Davies yeah. is I E, and then Davis is just they're, the I. They're both I E. Are they? Oh, well. they also swear... bought Nathaniel Phillips as well. They've, they, they've they've brought in a lot of defenders. They've brought in two. They... They've brought in Dave Davies hasn't even played a game yet. So yeah, not in the Premier League. I think he played in the Cup. But like, I'm not they, sure. bought, they bought a player in for, for a decent sum of money and they're not going to play him. I thought the entire point was not to nourish him. They needed a centre-back and they needed one now to sort out the defence. And the, they're yeah. playing a 20-year-old they got on loan from Turkey. And Jordan Henson, which we all know, Jordan Henson is a cracking player on this day. And he's being played in centre back, and he hasn't. He's had, he hasn't had a good game really at centre back yet. He's probably not no. as confident. So I really don't know what's gone on there. Allison's been on some poor form recently, hasn't he? Uh, Youssef as well. Um, why do you think Curtis Jones started over Thiago? Because I love Thiago. I think he's one of the. Be- he's possibly the best midfielder. He's one of the best midfielders in like the world. Yeah. It, like his passing, he, he's so good at what he does. I'm I I'm really confused at why he didn't start. Well, um I genuinely feel like Klopp keeps on trying to play these youngsters to give them experience because as you see Kabak is a great signing, but I feel like he started Kabak because of his potential and he wants Kabak to reach that as soon as possible. Curse Jones, he's he's a baller, but I don't if you're if you're gonna bench Thiago in a game like this against a team which is literally neck and neck with you for li- like all of the season, he he had to have started Thiago. Like not even come off the bench, he has to start a play of Thiago's quality. Good on both ends. Klopp Klopp's just messing around right now. Yeah, for yeah, me, I oh sorry, you go, Ethan. I also really rate Oxlade Chamberlain, and he's being left on the bench. I mean. We yeah. we can't see what's going on in training. Maybe Davies has been poor in training and Kabak's been scoring from 40 yards and defending and stopping Mo Salah scoring. But I highly doubt that's happening. And uh, it's just a different Liverpool. It's kind of a shame because the Liverpool we saw last season was just a dream to watch, wasn't they? And now it's... And it is down to injuries, isn't it? It is. That's the saddest thing See, about this it. Is, this is, I know I always bring it back to Leeds, but this is the problem. Liverpool have two centre-backs injured, Leeds have three, but everyone goes on about how bad Leeds defence is in not taking into account the amount of players we have injured in that position. Because <laughs> that seriously affects us. We're, we're to, wait, today, right, we're playing a centre-back at CDM and a right-back at centre-back. Doesn't doesn't exactly help us. For most yeah. of the season, we've been playing two like CDMs. an 18-year-old at right-back. Yeah, but you've got to think, Matthew, mm. how much more... Like, who have you got out injured, for, for, as an example? Robin Cock, Diego Llorente. Yeah, like, Robin Cock, <laughs> as an example. Star of the Mate, season. He, he's, been our, he's been one of you've our got... best players before he got injured. But I don't really? know what you're chatting, mate. Yeah. Like, you've got to think, there's a massive difference between him... Well, it's not. And Virgil no, van Dijk. There's a massive difference in the quality, but there's a massive difference in the quality of the team as well. Like, if you take yeah. Cock out the side, it's the same proportion as taking Van Dijk out the side. No, it may not it's... be as good, but the team's not as good. No, but, no, but uh, 
Leeds had replacements. That they were playing two CDMs at one point. Yes, an eighteen-year-old who played once in the championship. Well, we like got fifty-year-old Nate Phillips playing at centre back most of the game. He's like so. seven. How old is he? He's, he's twenty-three. He's twenty-three. He's twenty-three. He lies about his he age. He, really, about he his looks age. really old, doesn't he? He looks re- he looks like, like Fred Flintstone. He's going to be a granddad next week, mate. He genuinely looks <laughs> like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> so talking about uh, well, didn't didn't Jurgen Klopp give up the title in the week? He conceded it. He said that they weren't going to win it. Yeah, he said that before, and you guys said every manager said that when I brought it up. No, no, I yeah, think he said. I, I think he said no. He, he said we weren't. We're not thinking about the title. But now yeah. he's now he said we are. We know that we aren't going to win the title. The title is not. We're not going to win it. Like you always get the managers going. Yeah, we're taking it one game at a time. Um, I have no idea about the title. I don't even know what we're competing for. I'm just. No, but he said week. he didn't. He highly doubted that he would get it, which he's right. Yeah, true. He won't. So talk, talking about the people they've conceded the to- trophy to, almost Man City. They've got one hand on the title, and they've beaten Spurs three 0 at the air. He had what a game! Gundogan has got to be the best player in the Premier League right now. He is on fire. Uh, I'd like to bring in. We're talking about one bad Brazilian goalkeeper, Edison. Oh, Edison. He's beautiful. He got an assist. I, he, you, you, I mean, obviously, Alisson assisted Jamie Vardy's goal, bit in a different mm. way, though. Yeah. It's a beautiful pass. Gundogan. He's so good. He just, it's a lovely touch. Calm, cool, and collected. Sends Sanchez to sleep and then passes <laughs> it past Larissa. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's it's very worrying for Spurs though, isn't it? Very worrying. If you look at the the stats and Loris was really poor as well. Gave away arguably should have saved all three. So Yeah, I mean he could have done better, but at the end of the day, Loris is a he's a great goalkeeper. You can't take him out of the squad. He's the captain. But yeah. I think he could. He, he didn't have a great game, but you've got to look at Spurs now. Will Jose Mourinho be the manager in the next three, four games? I have to question it because they are doing awful, to be honest. They're like, mm. they've got four losses in five, which yeah. is not good at all. So I, I, don't, I don't know what um, they're going to do. I, I personally... I, I, I'm gonna say a bit. I'm gonna go on a slight bit of a rant here. I think they're playing too negative style of football. I think that it could the squad could do with a proper rejig. So they're playing Hoiberg and Undombele at CDM. And yeah. I'm saying I'm not saying I think CDM is great. great I, I think that's a great midfield pairing. I think Hoiberg yeah, and Undombele are some of the best midfielders in the league. They might be being played in the wrong way though. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe have one holding midfielder and then maybe ha- ha- use some of the creative players you've got on the bench, like Sissoko, Ali, Bale. You've got Wink- Bergwine as well, Vinicius, which Vinicius was poor, but Winks as well. I-, I think Winks is a great player. I think that Spurs' Spurs's squad isn't being utilised to its full potential. You've got players on the bench that can change a game. Deli Ali. Yes, he's gone. He's not the same Deli Ali there was two years ago, but he's still got the talent within him to change a game. 
And I, there's yeah, no harm in just yeah. trying something new. Giving. Yeah, I feel. I feel new. like I don't know why uh, they signed Doherty because they don't play him. I think, in my opinion, he's better than Tanganga. I think yeah. he should be starting over him. Sissoko. I love Sissoko. I think Sissoko is one of the. I I I I couldn't tell you how much I love Sissoko. He's a great. Uh, he, he's he's a great player, and then I'm not sure if you guys have seen, but <laughs> Gareth Pale put out a tweet. Uh, good training today. Yeah. Uh, with a muscle emoji and Jose Mourinho, he contradicted the truth and what he said. And so, if you're getting, if you're a player and your manager's saying that, I wouldn't want to be at the club if my manager's saying I haven't been having good, a uh, good training session. Yeah. And stuff. I think it's a bit out of order for Mourinho there. I think he's taking yeah. it a step too far. It's not even. It's not even Gareth Bale. Probably. I doubt Gareth Bale's got. Is the one posting on his Instagram or Twitter? That that is, is not him. It'd be someone else. Like, oh yeah, great session today. Even though they have yeah. absolutely no clue. So it's this tough situation for Gareth Bale here because, as much as I like him. I think he does have. He needs to be. Um, how do I, how do I say this? He needs to be. He needs to have an arm around him. He needs a manager that's gonna play with him, talk to him, think about him. For example, the best the best he's played under are probably Carlo Ancelotti at Real and Harry Redknapp at Spurs, and those they are both managers who. Will, tactically think about each and every player and I think Jose can sometimes be slightly ignorant um, in the way he deals with players and as he saw with Zidane Gareth Bale is he's I think he'll now be more than happy to just sit on the bench for the rest of the season and collect his money and be on his way back to sunny Spain in the summer so which I think is really sad because I remember when everyone saw the transfer news it was like, oh, Gareth Bale coming back to Spurs is going to be a great season um, for Gareth Bale after what, which was what was a, a very bad run at Real Madrid. What, what do you guys think about this? What, what do you think Gareth Bale should do? I think he needs a, a club that will actually want him and utilize his like strengths and abilities because Madrid just didn't even want him. Bale didn't like Madrid. Bale. Even when he came over to Tottenham, he was talking about how much he hated Madrid, even though he's still technically one of their players. And that, that just shows you how much he like wasn't wanted at the club. Mm. And um, he just really needs a manager, as you said, to take him under his wing. Uh, what do you think, Issa? I think that the issue right now with the whole Bale-Real Madrid, um, that whole, like, scam- like, you can't treat Bale is a Real Madrid legend. You can't deny mm. it. Yeah. Definitely. The amount of Champions Leagues he's won, the great nights he's performed, how he performed great on a day-to-day basis. But I feel like this whole issue with Real Madrid, in a way, I mean, I'm going to put the question out there, but do you guys think he's, like, destroying his legacy? Because people won't remember him for what he was a couple years ago. Possibly. I don't think one year at Spurs is going to ruin it because he is a legend at Spurs, undoubtedly. I think what he's got to do is he's got to either go to a club like like Schalke or, or a Bundesliga or maybe, club that's not Borussia 
or Bayern or a lower league Prem club like Southampton because he used yeah. to play for them. That, yeah, that's Something what I like that. A club that would appreciate him. But would he be patient enough at his age to play for a club that's not got like title aspirations? Yeah, because I think he's got enough money. Madrid, what what he wants now? In Madrid, he was happy to take the money. He 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 felt happy to sit on the bench and have the money. He like came yeah. out and said he doesn't he didn't mind that he just sat on the bench and made money. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I think I think he'd like it if he played, but there's something in me that tells me he does want the money a bit more because of that statement. Footballers like don't really say they they'll just go for the money. But then. Do you see such a contrad... I know I'm going to say this, but it's noticeable, isn't it, for anyone? You see such a contradiction when he's playing for Wales. When he's playing for Wales, he'll play the f- he'll play almost every time they play the full 90. He'll be running around, he'll be dribbling. Sometimes, I remember just watching him, and he'll just take the ball and he'll just run from our box, and he'll just run to the other end of the pitch and just do something brilliant. When it's he because plays, he loves the he loves the country and the yeah. country loves him. He he needs a he needs a club where he feels like he's appreciated because mm. he should be because he's he's a great player. Hundred yeah, percent, I think. Also with Wales, he's he's the star player, which could also be a great thing, and he's also got great players around him. I'm not saying that's not well, the case. It's oh, well, I feel like Tottenham has a bit better team than Wales. No, I, no, by by that I kind of mean not great players, but great almost friends because he's been he's gone through like the oh yeah he's the friend yeah Ramsey. he has good friendship yeah. yeah like Ramsey he's been playing with since like the under 15s I think he was like um like roommates with Howard Robson Carnu when he was like. Or like Theo Walcott as well. They were like really good friends with. Um, so he's got really close friends and there's a real team spirit with Wales. But you don't really see it club level. Apart from like... Yeah. <laughs> apart from like sides like Leicester. They were they were a great team. Uh, so is there anything else you guys wanted to mention from this weekend? Oh, Manchester United. Oh dear. I'm just going to let... What's going on there? Manchester United losing, uh, drawing with West Brom 1-1. That is shocking. You can't do that. They've lost it. Yeah. Man United, they're not the team they were. They <laughs> never were a good team. What have True. they got? Six points in five games? What have Leeds got? Is that nine points? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Manchester United, but you've lost it. You've lost the title race. You've lost your spark. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's lost the wheel. <laughs> Bold words there from Matthew. I think my opinion's a bit biased, not that much, yeah. but like a little bit. Slightly biased. Mm. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, got an exciting week to look forward to. Some, some Champions League. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. So, right. I think I'll be. I've got to wrap it up now because our Zoom calls running out of time. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to you, Seth. Thanks, Matthew. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, do it via email or send us a DM on Twitter or Instagram at Extra Time Podcast and drop a follow while you're there. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like, give us a subscribe. It means a lot. Touch the notification. Subscribe. We have eight subscribers. Come on. We need more. We need Come more. On. Come on. Um, Come and on. also, um, 
Well, make sure to join us on Friday. We'll be doing Champions League week, which should be very good. Very enjoyable. Like the Champions League myself. Uh, I think this, this will be coming out on Monday, not Valentine's Day. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Uh, I'll see you on Friday. Have a good week, guys.